Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. On this podcast, we'll take a journey to the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky, and today I'll be sharing with you two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the Matterhorn, with monorail red passing by the waterfall, and in the foreground, a group of tourists is walking past the yellow and purple flowers that bordered Main Street and Tomorrowland. On the back it reads, Matterhorn Mountain, a Disneyland landmark, the snow-capped Matterhorn Mountain towers majestically over all of Magic Kingdom. High-speed bobsled runs carry guests down its slopes and through the glacier grotto inside the mountain. It's postmarked July 2nd, 1975, and was sent with a 10-cent stamp with two U.S. flags. I assume they visit the park on Monday, June 30th, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. The weather was a high of 82 and a low of 58. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. J.J. Brink of La Mesa, California. It reads, Monday, 10 p.m. Dear Ving and Julie, Spent most of the afternoon and evening at Disneyland. Lonely without you to show us around. Motel okay. Almost unbelievable, but Lawrence called about 10 o'clock. We had a nice chat, and he hopes to call me when he is in Minnesota. Said Dorothy called him at 7 this morning. Miss you, Mary and Katie. If Mary and Katie needed help finding their way around Disneyland, they could have paid for a Disneyland tour guide. If you wanted to book a private tour now, it would cost around $3,000 for a 7-hour tour and does not include admission to the park. Looking at the Disneyland website, the current VIP tours offer more than the 1975 guided tours. Currently, the tour offers priority access to attractions and characters, reserved seating to shows and parades, and a photo pass. Looking at a 1975 Disneyland map, the guided tour of Disneyland is recommended for first-time guests and was a a two-and-a-half-hour long tour with a charming guide who tells the fascinating story of the history and growth of Disneyland. The tour was $7.50 for adults and $4.50 for children and included admission to the park. If you had already purchased a standard park ticket or ticket book, You could go to the Main Street Railroad Station ticket booth and add the tour to your visit for $3. Next time you're at the park, you can walk up to the train station and you can still see the ticket booth just to the right of the entrance of the Main Street Railroad Station. The front of our next postcard has It's a Small World's iconic facade. The image was taken in the middle of its parade of children, but right before it opens its center doors to show guests the current time. On the back it reads, It's a Small World. Children of the world parade gaily to the chimes of the happiest, most imaginative timepiece ever created. It's time for a delightful cruise to the shores of neighboring lands as Bank of America presents It's a Small World. It's postmarked April 2nd, 1980, and has two 5-cent Washington stamps on it. I assume they visit the park on Tuesday, April 1st, and Wednesday, April 2nd, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight on both days. The weather on Tuesday was a high of 68 and a low of 50, and on Wednesday, there was a high of 65 and a low of 50. It's addressed to an Edward F. Schmidt of Spokane, Washington. It reads, 4180, Dear Dad, We finally got going in Disneyland today and went to Downey, California for dinner with Miss Cranford and her son Ted. Tomorrow, 4-2, we will spend the entire day in Disneyland until midnight. D-Land has built up much since we were here at Christmas 56. 
The kids are really enjoying themselves and making plans for the remainder of the trip. The weather has been truly excellent, and we are getting red from the sunshine. We've had very good mobility with our Olds Cutlass 1979 Silver. It has been an excellent car, but a little crowded for distances. On Thursday, we'll go to Knott's Berry Farm and Capistrano on Friday, and Saturday we'll be in San Diego. Love, H-E-S. Received April 8, 1980. In 1980, they would have been able to experience Mission to Mars, an attraction similar to an attraction that was at the park during their Christmas 56 visit. Mission to Mars replaced Disneyland's Rocket to the Moon, or as it was known after 1967, Flight to the Moon, in 1975. After the 1969 moon landing, going to the moon didn't have the same futuristic feel as it did in 1955, when the attraction debuted just five days after the opening of Disneyland. Imagineers reworked the attraction to be a flight to Mars. The attraction remained the same centrical theater with 102 seats, with a view of two screens, one on the floor of the rocket and one on the ceiling. Guests could observe the lower screen as it showed the bottom of the rocket's tower, and after takeoff, a view of Earth as the rocket soared out of the atmosphere and toward Mars. The other screen would show guests where they were going, gradually getting closer to Mars. The only major change between the attraction was the destination. There were only some slight script changes and a few technical upgrades given to the attraction. It eventually closed in 1992. The Mission to Mars show building is now the Pizza Planet restaurant in Tomorrowland. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would also help to leave a five-star rating or comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. A special thanks to e-ticket patrons Eric Daniels, Tania, C-ticket patrons The Riley Family, Debbie Weinstein, Brian Crawford, Jenny Schneep, Series Inquiries Only, and a special shout-out to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the A-ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Angelica Nablock, The Yellow Board Podcast, and Maggie and Henry Byers. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sent from Disneyland, or on Twitter at Sent from Disney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard address to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its hosts and the guests of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.